Hey, hi, how you doing? Good to see you. That's right. Back at it again. It's Jay Jones, the Two Penny Podcast. Thanks for joining me. I really appreciate it. I know last week we ran an episode uh, kind of out of the vault, a throwback, one that I wasn't going to record, but because I was feeling pretty under the weather, I decided it was a good time to do it. I barely made it through my little intro of the last episode last week without dying of coughing, and, and I'm still coughing. I, uh, I've tested negative for COVID 432 times in the last two weeks. I've been to the doctor three times. They've said, nope, don't have COVID. Nope, you don't have the flu. Nope, you don't have strep. Nope, you don't have monkeypox. Nope, you don't have syphilis anymore. So I'm good. Totally good. But I still have a cough. I don't know why. Maybe it's I'm just destined to have a cough forever. And... Uh, you know, I'll learn to live with it. But um, I'm collecting a nice collection of Robitussin bottles. This, but the honey cough is pretty good. So if you got a cough, I suggest getting the Robitussin cough and chest congestion honey flavor. It's delicious, actually. It's good. But anyway, I'm able to get through my days. I feel great. I feel good. I look amazing and uh, super humble here. But... I I just have a cough. I don't know what it is. Fuck me. But it's okay. It's all right. You know, because guys, we're, we are super pusses when it comes to being sick. As you ladies know, and apparently I was looking at my demographics. I have 70% women listeners to this podcast. I like that. Because I believe, like I've said before, I mean, I'm a, I have a vaginus. I'm in touch with my feminine side, my male side, and on top of having a vaginus, I'm a vaginius. And for St. Joe that's listening to this, well, dicks are cool, because I know he likes to talk about how I regurgitate everything. But, nonetheless, guys are total pussies when it comes to being sick. I've, I'll admit, I've been a puss during this. I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to record my podcast so I didn't I didn't want to go to work so I didn't I mean it's 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 sad guys are total pussies but I think it's weird that we um use the word pussy to describe anything that would relate to being less than strong or weak because the thing is a pussy is incredibly strong. Those things can take a beating. And they are extremely strong. I mean, they can spit out a fucking watermelon. And they come back to shape and size somehow. I don't know how they do that. I mean... Yeah. Nah. They gotta come up with a better word for being a wuss than saying a puss. Pussies are strong. Super strong. Anyway... We're coming up this weekend on Father's Day, as my buddy Keb says, and a lot of other people say, the forgotten holiday. And it is. It's truly a forgotten holiday. Fathers don't get a lot of credit. I know some do, and that's great. And I hope that your father does. And if you are a father, I hope you get all a lot of credit. Because, you know, moms are moms and dads are dads. But you know what? Just because you have a child doesn't make you a parent. But if you are one of those people that is a parent, you deserve to be celebrated. And Father's Day is the day coming up. And in the United States, we celebrate too many holidays, in my opinion. A lot of them are, are set up for commercial holidays, except the other Valentine's Day and 
Halloween and I mean hell Christmas has gone completely commercial but Father's Day they did a, a poll on holidays and the most celebrated holidays in the United States and number one is Christmas which I think is totally great I mean Christmas is perfect um, it should be the number one holiday if it's celebrated for the right reasons but Mother's Day is number two, and I'm in total agreement with this. Guess where Father's Day is rated? Where it's ranked, where it comes up on this fucking list of holidays. Number 20. 20th. Father's Day is 20th place out of all the most celebrated and enjoyed holidays in the United States. That's fucked up. And I don't think it's right. I mean, I make sure, like, on Mother's Day, I've always called my daughter's mom, and I haven't been with her in 20 years. I've always told her Happy Mother's Day. Because I wouldn't be a father without her, and that's the truth. And I appreciate her being the mom. But you know what? I've never once got a phone call or a text saying Happy Father's Day from my baby mama. No. No. Nah, nothing. And I can tell you this, I was not a deadbeat dad. Never. Never, ever, ever. I should call my daughter and have her on this show right now. She can tell you how awesome I was as a dad. Yeah, I let her have chocolate milk. Ha! I made her chocolate milk and ice cream and pizza. All the stuff she shouldn't have, that's right, she had with dad. But anyway... 20th place? Really? Arbor Day is higher on the fucking list than Father's Day. And that's fucking stupid. Arbor's Day? President's Day rates higher. I mean, I can understand Halloween beating us out. I understand Mom's Day beating us out. Hell, I agree with it. But Arbor's Day? President's Day? Father's Day is 20... 20th place? That's fucked up. Oh, well. So if you can see me recording this podcast, um, I'll put a video up. You'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm naked because, it's, well, I think it's hot. And not, not like it's hot, like sexy hot. It's just temperature hot. It's so fucking hot. And I'm naked right now. And, you know, I, it's helping a little bit. But my hair is all a mess. I mean, it's, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a wreck today. Anyway. It's so hot this time of year. I know people, I think it was ingrained when we were kids that summertime is the best time. Uh, no, fuck summer. I mean, yes, it's great for some things. Like if you're, if you like to go scuba diving, um, if you like to go surfing, if you, there are activities, lake activities, stuff like that, bikinis and bathing, stuff like that. It's awesome to go out to or to enjoy the summertime with. But the temperatures suck. And I mean, when we're kids, you know, it's the three months of school we get off, and it's the summer. We love the summer. But no. I like fall. I like spring. I even like winter more than I like summer. And I'm a golfer, so I love being able to be outside. But I am not a fan of these temperatures. It's too fucking hot. Speaking of being naked, you ever realize, have you ever put on shoes while you're naked? And I know girls 
the you know, and guys and sometimes the girls put on their high heels or something when they're wearing their sexy outfits or being naked. And that's awesome. I like that. But have you ever have you ever like as a dude or even as a girl you've been there and you're you're naked and you put on some tennis shoes. Now I don't know why you do this. Or let's say you're wearing tennis shoes and clothes and you take off all your clothes but you left your shoes on for some fucked up reason. As a truck is backing up outside my window and I'm sitting here naked. Hi. How you doing, dude? I'm waving at him with my balls. But anyway, you ever notice that you feel more naked if you're wearing tennis shoes while you're naked than you do when you're just no shoes and naked? I don't know why, but I I feel that way. And I noticed it earlier because I put on my shoes to walk out in the backyard real quick naked. And that's all right. I can do that. Nobody can see here. But in the... You know, and, and the thought of being naked. I sweat. Not profusely, but I sweat. And in the summertime, you sweat more than normal. I go golfing. You know, you go to a concert or whatever. Or, or, or anything, you're sweating. And, I, you know, sometimes you get swamp ass. That's right. Swass. Swass. It happens. It happens to girls. You know, girls get it under their titties too. Humidity titties. The humidity titties. That's right. They get the sweat under their titties. They're putting Kleenex between their boobs because there's a pool of sweat in their bra. Girls let them out. Let's just be naked. But um, it's like, you know, swamp ass is a real deal. I mean, you go all day. I mean, so you know, sometimes in the morning before you wake up and you're going out with playing golf or something, you're taking you. You get some gold bond or powder, or you get you know the gold bond stick, or um, you you know Monistat makes some kind of body chafing oil too that I've heard is really good. I haven't used that yet, but anyway, you can you know you know you're you're trying to prevent a possible rash or heat rash or chafing by you know getting some gold bond, getting some baby powder, whatever. I don't know about baby powder, but gold bond works. My, one of my favorite things to do, and my buddy, my buddy Scooter can uh, can speak on this. In the heat of summer, is getting gold bond, and you know, he, he, I some guys take and put the gold bond in their hands and they throw it up into the sack. You know, you pull your, you know, you pull your balls over and you throw it one side and the other side, and you know, bend over and spread the cheeks and huck it up in there. I, I just use the bottle. I don't put it in my hand first. I just use the bottle and, you know, puff, 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 you know, get it all around there. And sometimes the really cool feeling is if you got an air conditioner or a fan, throw that gold bond on it and then just go lay there naked in front of that fan. Let it just blow all up in there. Man, that is, that's a good feeling. Um, or if your girl's really nice and into making sure you feel good on Father's Day, I suggest this. Guys, get some gold bond, throw it up in there, and see if your girl will, you know, sit there and blow cold air on you with like a straw or something. Be cool, maybe. Probably not. I don't suggest that. But my problem is if it's real hot and I'm out and I've been golfing or doing something, and I come in and I, I you know, I, I pre-treated with the gold bond that morning and I come home and at night you got gold bond biscuits. Yeah, you got man butter biscuits. That's right. 
you got big old, I mean, you got clumps of this fucking gold bond that was trying to do its job, and but it stopped working, and it all clumped up, and now you've got shit looking like biscuits falling out of your nuts. It's weird. And it's not hot. It's not attractive. You don't want anybody to see that. So, but it happens. And... You know, so, but, but you want to stay clean. You don't want a rash. You don't want swass, swamp ass. You don't want that stuff. So, you know, make sure you have some gold bond on hand. You'll be fine. It'll be good for you. I know this time of year with bikinis and everything, I think a lot of girls are getting Brazilian waxes or just bikini waxes or whatever. Well, I, I was thinking, dude, I'm a single guy. Why not go get a Brazilian wax myself? Yeah, you know, get everything so fresh and clean down there that I could just throw it in anybody's face. Why not? So I did. I signed up and I went and got me a Brazilian. Let me tell you something about this. These estheticians, as they call them, are super nice people. But they probably go through a lot and they see a lot, a lot of nasty stuff for sure. So I call this place, this studio, and I ask them about it, and they say, yes, they do it on men. I guess, you know, they could say no, but they said yes, no problem. Many men come in. And so I call, I schedule this up. I make sure before I leave my house that I am as clean as I can possibly get with everything down there. I've, I've washed the nuts. I've washed the butt. I've washed everything. I've used my bidet on super strength and make sure I flushed four or five gallons in and out of my asshole. I'm clean. And I go to this this nice place. I think it was called like the Brazilianaires Club or some bullshit. Anyway, I go to this Brazilianaires Club and I walk in and I'm nice music playing, calming music. Um, a nice lady greets me at the counter. Hi, how are you? And I tell her, and she's like, oh, it's your first time? Wonderful. So she says, okay. And she walks me down this hall. She gives me a couple, like, this, this cream. And she says it's numbing cream. And she says, so what I want you to do is, first of all, there's some wipes in there, sanitary wipes. Please clean off all of your private areas. And then take this wax, or this, um, this numbing cream and make sure you cover yourself completely in all the areas that will be waxed. Yes, your crack, your butthole, your balls, your gooch, everything. And I said, hey, <laughs> all right, I like this. Numbing cream, it's not going to be painful at all. Which is a total fucking lie. But anyway, so... I go in there, I'm already pretty clean, but you know, I did wear my, I did put on clothes and get dressed for, and you know, I was wearing clothes for a half hour and drove there, but, so I clean myself up again with this, these nice wipes they have, I get this numbing cream out and the, um, the glove, she let me, you know, the, um, plastic glove, rubber gloves, put that on, put the numbing cream all over, like, like a lot, and... I was very careful not to numb my asshole so much that I would slide a finger in and out of there and arouse myself while I was getting ready. Um, I was very careful, and it didn't happen. So I 
get out of the bathroom. I, you know, I put back on my shorts, come back out, and she says, while the numbing cream is taking effect, she said, would you like a, um, a, a beverage, a refreshment? Would you like a water, a Red Bull, a Coke, a, um, a juice? I said, well, that's so nice. You had like a water, please. She served me a water. I signed a few release forms. And about five, ten minutes later, out came an esthetician. She says, hi, I'm so-and-so. And, of course, she's fucking gorgeous. I'm like, <laughs> why do you have to be hot? And she even looks Brazilian. She's kind of nice, you know, a little tan. She's cute. She's probably 25 years old. I'm like, oh, my God. So, anyway, she says, follow me. So we go back into this room. We walk in, and there's another young beautiful esthetician that's right so now there's two of them and I'm like what <laughs> why are there two of you they said well sir that's for your protection and ours and because what we're doing today is involves a lot of sensitive areas and we wouldn't want I said okay I get it I get it I get it totally get it okay great I've got two super hot young chicks that are going to be messing around with me while I'm naked and one of them starts talking to me she says okay so here's what you're going to do you are going to lay down there we're going to put this little blanket not really blanket like a towel lay it over your your um your private area and what we're going to do is um we're gonna have you pull your shorts and underwear down just to your knees and the towel will be covering you and we're going to use wax. We're going to place the wax. We'll place the strips and remove the hair. And they said the wax is very warm. They said um, it can sometimes lead to arousal. And that's totally okay. Do not be embarrassed. Just relax. Um, they're here to remove hair. They're not here to judge my body. Looking at my body, nothing like that. Whatever. So anyway, I'm laying back there and they're trying to make conversation and they both do a very good job of making sure somebody's always looking at me in my eyes. I never felt like they were really, really staring at my, at my junk, which I was okay if they did, but they never, I, I didn't never felt like they were doing it. And so they're talking about this and, you know, just making, making, making small talk and so she gets this hot wax and, and she starts off kind of on the outside of my thigh, kind of like the bikini area, yeah, but a little bit on the leg. And she puts the hot wax on and I'm like, oh, that is warm. And she, you know, takes the strips and she presses it on, she pulls it off and it, and it, 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 um, it stung a little bit. It didn't like really like hurt bad, but it stung a little bit. I was like, oh. Wow, and she's like, yeah, see, so it's going to be like that. It's going to be just fine. And the numbing cream, I guess, probably was working a little bit because it, it wasn't too bad. And so she worked there into, like, the, the you know, where your, I guess your, your balls and your thigh or your, you know, right there in the gap, you know, and, and so she starts getting that area. And her other, you know, the other esthetician is looking at me and talking and, they're, and they kind of switch on and off. And then I'm thinking, well, this towel's here. And they kind of moved it over. And they kind of made sure my 
balls were in there. But then they had to remove it so that they could get my balls. And I can tell you this. As soon as she put that hot wax on my balls, yeah, no joke. Mm, Big Daddy just stood up like insto bone. I don't know what happened, what caused that reaction, but it was instantaneous. Like hot wax, boom, boner. It was it was instant. And I was like, oh, and but just like they said, it's totally natural. They didn't even mention it other than she moved the towel to kind of cover the tip. And um, so she, that was nice. I guess I got her to touch my wang, um, which they actually they did uh, through the towel, you know, because there's no hair on your dick. So they're not waxing it. They get the boys. They get the balls. That's right. And everywhere around there. But it was crazy because as soon as, I mean, no sooner than I got the, I got the chub master, they pulled the wax and instantly it hurt and the dick went limp. But what's crazy is they put the wax on again and boner again. It's like, it was a really odd seesaw horse seahaw but it was like weird like it was it was up and down up down up down it was weird it's like i was doing calisthenics i was doing exercises i was doing um up downs with my wainer yeah so there was that but then it came the and what's funny is that i didn't really mind messing around with the with the front the front bumper but when they had to work in the undercarriage and the rear bumper that's when it got a little weird for me. Um, I'm not homophobic, but I'm not gay. So um, I, uh, I'm never really worried about what it looks like back there. I haven't paid much attention. But to start off, at first they have me raise, I'm laying there, I've got, I'm kind of angle tilted a little bit and my leg raised up like, like if, I mean, it's, it's up as high as it goes without me falling over. Like they've got, I'm on my back and my legs straight up in the air. One girl's holding my leg up and the other girl's down there and they've got a light shining right up into the old vaginas. They have, they, they, there is nothing hiding from them down there. And I did get a compliment. She says, you cleaned very nicely. I'm like, thank you, sweetheart. And then she goes to put the wax on the gooch, the taint, the area right between the balls and the booty hole. And let me tell you, it was the least painful part. It didn't hurt at all. I don't know if there's not much pain receptors there or something, but anyway, it wasn't bad. So the gooch got waxed and then it was, then it was time to get, assume the position. He told me to roll over. And I did. And it's a little embarrassing because, you know, I have a butt. And my butt cheeks are closed. Even if I'm, like, with my ass up like that, my ass ain't, you know, my my, my butt's closed. They have to, like, physically, and they do. They physically spread your cheeks to get into the crack. The cracking. They get in there to wax that ass to clean up the old daddy shoot. And they do. And they did. 
and I, I, I honestly, I felt embarrassed as fuck. But that wasn't bad either. I had a little bit of pain there. But really, overall, the, the it wasn't awful. And we were done pretty quick. And when I was done, I got a little bag as a first-timer, which I appreciated. And it came with some... There was uh, some follicle cream or oil that they gave me that that I was supposed to use, which I, I did a little bit. And then there was also... Um, some, they told me to make sure that I, what is it, um, exfoliated as much as possible. And I used some cream to help keep the hair um, amount down. So anyway, I'm, I'm still looking pretty amazing down there. And I'll probably go back and get it done again. So yeah, if you're a dude, don't be a puss. Go get it done. I mean, although it does make me, I mean, you women go through a lot. Wow. So much stuff that women go through just to just to make it right, just to get it looking nice. I mean, obviously, we're appreciative of it because how could you not be? But it's, um, yeah, so there was that. So, yeah, getting a Brazilian was pretty nice, it was pretty fun. I enjoyed it. And this week on the Unfiltered podcast, we did nothing but dad jokes. And that was weird. I never thought for a minute that we'd be able to go a whole hour doing just dad jokes. But we did. And we made it. And it was crazy. And it was nice to have the Beebs back on. Um, I did talk to Lori this week, who is my friend who's big in the conspiracy theories. And she finally did say that we're going to schedule this episode. I know I was talking about it for a long time, but I kind of gave up. I was like, man, is she going to come on or not? Turns out, like most of us, she had, uh, you know, things in life happen. And uh, she had things to do, and then she had an anniversary to celebrate, which is great. But we're going to get that episode done. We are going to get it done. And um, congratulations to my buddy Mike and his wife Amber. They had their third baby boy this last weekend. And, um, man, I think that's awesome. They're like one of my favorite families. I don't know why. I just vibe with them. They're awesome good parents, great kids. And, you know, if it wasn't for the fact that they lived in Texas, I'd, I'd, I'd be like, you know what? I'd like to live by Mike and Amber and those boys. Cause uh, I have a lot of, I enjoy my time that I've spent with them. But, um, Mike and I are going to go to the, just, um, we've decided that each and every year we're going to go to the Denver Broncos opening the season opener, regular season opener. This year it happens to be in Seattle on Monday night. So I'm excited because I, I, I've never been to Seattle. So I'm looking forward to actually visiting Seattle. And being a single guy, I'm hoping to uh, get on, um, what is it, Tinder, Plenty of Fish, one of those, and find me a uh, enjoying an, an enjoyable weekend in Seattle. So if um, for some reason you hear this podcast and you live in Seattle, hit me up. And uh, take me out to dinner. Maybe no, I'm just kidding. I'll take you out to dinner. That's right. Anyway, being single sucks, but I am single, and it's just the way it goes. Actually, it doesn't suck. You know, it's not too bad at all. So I, I know I said a couple weeks ago, I had a new cat. I had a new kitty cat. I got a cat, and she's awesome. I really actually enjoy her. Other than the fact that she is chewing on my shoes, I'm doing my best to not 
you know, to stop her from that, but that's okay. But I gave her, she has a name now. And the kitty cat's name is May. M-A-E. May. And it also happens, to, the reason she got that name is it's my daughter's middle name. And growing up, I used to call my daughter um, May May Moo Moo. And I don't know why, but so the cat is now May May. Little May. She happens to be sitting here right now playing with a pair of my golf shoes, which is pissing me off. But that's okay. It's all right. Enjoy it. You're, you're a kitty cat. Speaking of golf, this week it is the U.S. Open, another major out of the four majors. I mean, some people say there's five with the TPC, the Players' Championship, but there are, I guess, four sanctioned real majors, as they say, four majors a year. And... It's up in Massachusetts at an old, 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 old golf course. The oldest country club in the, in the United States. And it has quite the storied past, which is great. But um, in the midst of this U.S. Open, they've also had this new tournament backed by the Saudis, Saudi Golf League, that um, is causing a lot of live, which is Roman numerals for 54, but it's become live. And anyway... All these defectors going over there for big giant money, which I don't blame them. And I don't know. If somebody offered me $200 million to do the same thing I've been doing, but do it less, so more time doing what I want, not less time, not more time doing the job, and way more money, I think that I'd have to say yes. I mean, I understand that a lot of people are worried about the whole sports washing thing and the human rights atrocities that the Saudi government has allowed and their ignorance about women and their killing of an a American journalist. I get it. But we as Americans are bathed in blood, so don't talk about blood money. We are bloodthirsty babysitters of the world. We are hate mongers. We are, we are not the golden children of this planet. Anyway, I'm not really going to get off into that because I don't fucking want to. But you know what? Hey, I think any competition is good. Competition is good for anything. And speaking of competition, I am going to get off here and head to the golf course where I am going to spend my afternoon competing with some of my friends. I have golf today. I have golf tomorrow morning. I have golf on Saturday, on Sunday, and Monday. Lots of golf for me. I'm golfing more than these PGA Tour pros. I'm just not making as much money. I wish I was. I, hell, I wish I was a tour pro. Matter of fact, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to quit, quit the old day job, and I'm just going to become a PGA Tour pro. Even, even at my advanced age, I'm going to do it. Why not? Anyway, so for me in May, my live-in pussy, cat, me and the May May, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Each and every Friday, we drop an episode on any and every streaming platform there is for podcasts. I am also lucky enough to be a co-host over at the Unfiltered Podcast, which we release every Wednesday. So if you get a chance, stop by and check us out anytime at unfpod.com. I'm not on that website, but they always talk about it. So go over there if you want to check out The Unfiltered. 
And if you want to check me out, you can find me at the Two Penny over on Twitter. It's that simple. I appreciate you listening. I don't know why you're listening, but I do appreciate it. So anyway, for me and May, May's my permanent co-host, my cat. Thanks. We'll see you next time. Bye!